Suicide Logs episode 130, I believe there is a fire in Afghanistan or something like that. And I'm looking at this video here of a traffic jam in the streets. Everyone's trying to flood uh, to a Kabul. Is that how you pronounce it? Kabul airport in Afghanistan. Trying to flee the country. And it's just like... It looks like an in-and-out line, dude. This shit looks like an in-and-out line. And... Um, oh, I didn't even finish watching it. Anyways, man. So that's, I guess, news of the day. That's what's going on. And... Um, I don't know, man. A part of me is kind of like... Oh, I'm glad I don't live in that country. And I this and that but then another part of me is kind of like how much longer until that's us you know is there it's only you know with natural disasters war things that go on places where people get fucked up sometimes you'll hear oh mass shooting las vegas or something like that like geez that's kind of close to home you know it's just like, how is, am I going to live through something like that? I always kind of think, am I going to live, I don't know, maybe one day I'm going to be 50 years old and I kind of think about, damn, remember when America was a good, a, a safe place to live in? And I'm just, you know, with the, how things have been going lately, either I always think it's just that or there's just too much news because the news is just everyone's phone. You know, everyone's catching newsworthy things every day. Everyone's got their, you know. And if you you get something crazy enough on the phone, it's gonna it's gonna go around. People are gonna see it. Um. So we have a guest today, and I just I don't know. I was just kind of. Uh, it's five o'clock right now, but in about four hours, I'm gonna have this man with Mr. Todd Brown on and um, yeah I just had these thoughts and I was like you know what I'm in the podcast room right now let me just say this real quick before the episode starts so I don't know man I'm eating right now that's what I'm doing and I'm just uh, waiting until I have fucking more thoughts to um, say get it out of my head oh let me let me get away from the mic sorry we got Twilight playing on in the background, but I don't think it's a big deal because my guests aren't here. I'm just kind of free balling ideas right now. Get my reps in, you know what I mean? Um, so what was it, man? I'm talking about Afghanistan being on fire. Uh, 100% do not want to kill myself. Did 100 pull-ups and my fucking neck hurts. I felt it in the middle of the neck, uh, in in the middle of my pull-ups, like in my neck. But I was like, "Fuck it." You said you're gonna do 100, do 100. And I kept going. That shit hurt. So now I'm eating, trying to fuel up. Probably gonna take a nap. That's what I need to do. Been watching a lot of educational videos on the heart, the brain, the stomach, the immune system, the nervous system, shit like that. What's it called? Human. It's human something on Netflix. Very interesting things. Watching uh, robots love and something got me worried about the future and shit like that. Just overall in a wouldn't say paranoid state, but just like a more aware 
you know this stuff really has been going on for a long time and you oh my knees fucking killing me that's something that's going on with me that's my fucking knee is killing me dude and, and I, I feel like i gotta get it checked out but who knows but anyways yeah i'm gonna be right back real quick we're gonna um do some ads and then we'll get the band in here so yeah just for five minutes just wanted to talk about that and oh that's what i was gonna talk about the therapy session sorry so after last episode i finally got my therapy session and long story short dude it was damn near everything i expected maybe even a little bit more structured than i expected and because of you know uh because of this therapy that i'm getting that's just free they're also throwing in the premium version of calm this is not an ad by the way i wish uh the calm app so i did it for like one night and i used the premium version so i'm using the version that people pay money for and so if anyone has more questions or if they're like concerned about that let me know like i don't even know what i get i think you just have more limit if you have it like you can use it at all times i don't know um but yeah i'm gonna try to get my therapist on next she's not a therapist she is a wellness coach and i don't know what her credentials are i'm gonna ask her on the next episode so on the next episode i'm gonna try and get her on the show and she said she's never been asked before if if she could have a session recorded so she'll get back to me on that so i think in like a week or two i'm gonna have her on so yeah there's that so i guess i present to you the fucking band dude Recording in progress. What's up, everybody? I'm here with that band I was talking about, Paradigm, with a Mr. Todd and a Mr. Jonas. Thought his name was Jordan for a second, but we got that covered up, and he's still fortunate enough to still want to be on the show, even though I got his name wrong. Couldn't even pronounce the name of the band correctly. I was saying Paradigm. <laughs> got a good laugh out of that. You'd be surprised how many people get the pronunciation wrong. Does that ever come I've heard dis- paradigm so many times? Paradigm. <laughs> what is this paradigm? Is there a meaning behind it? What's up with that? So paradigm is just it's just a fancy word for for an example. And I came up. Well, I didn't come up with the, when, uh, the, the word, but I thought it would be a good idea to like show people how, you know, how my music has changed. So I was kind of like showing them, I was like showing people, it's like showing people my, uh, how can I say it? My growth as a musician at that time. So I was like, this is like my, you know, example of that. So, okay. Oh, yeah, I seen you post a video not too long ago about um, you, 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 like throughout the years. I think it was like what 2008 or 2009, all the way until now, and your, mm-hmm. your growth yeah. and progression. Um, so how like I'm always kind of curious with both of you guys, how did you get into music? Like, what is? And I feel like that's such a corny question, but I'm actually really curious about it with people who would. I consider good at music and no music and we could get more into that because I'm curious on like the writing process and things like that. Um, like for me, I wasn't, I had to figure out how to read English first. Like I, I wasn't allowed to have music classes when I was in middle school and things like that. I had to take two English classes. So I remember being in like middle school and 
wanting to play the guitar and really being attracted to metal music and things like that. But I just didn't have the, um, how do I say, the access to, to learning music. And through most of my friends, I always feel like maybe their dad played or something and never had anyone in my family really that played music. So how, how did it like, okay, rest in peace, Joey Jordanson, right? You guys hear about that? So I remember when I first started getting into Slipknot, uh, there's this memorable quote, and it's been in my head a little bit more since he recently passed. But even then, before that, it would just kind of come into my mind every now and then. And I just remember telling my dad about it at a Starbucks, and he seemed like he didn't give a fuck. But I'm talking about Joey Jordanson and how he got into I don't I don't know if it was drumming or just metal music and he called it the sickness, which is I, I don't know if it's like what all the band members call it or whatever. And it's just it's just like once you catch the sickness, it never goes away. And I felt like I feel like I've got I've got the fucking sickness and you guys have it, too. And I was just kind of like wondering, hey, how would you guys get the sickness? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jonas, you want to go first? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I can kind of uh, agree with what Joey said there. It, it is like a sickness. It's like something that you start dabbling in and then it ends up it, like almost like a parasite. It kind of latches onto you. Um, so for me, you know, I, uh, I really got into music. I would say in about like when I really, really got into music, uh, it was about middle school. And I remember listening to all these bands that I liked, Slipknot included, um, and just thinking like, wow, you know, this is awesome. Like um, how these people have, have this outlet to express their emotions in a way that, you know, that's, that's, that's uh, open for everyone to see. It, it's almost like laying yourself on a, on a table bare naked. You know what I mean? And uh, I remember listening to to a whole bunch of bands and thinking like, you know, I want to I want to do that. I want to have that outlet. I want to I want to, you know, be able to, you know, ther therapy. I, I, I've gone to therapy a couple times and that was never really worked for me because like I, I, I have a weird um, connection with human beings being that there really isn't one um the only thing i've ever had in my life um in that aspect is music uh music's the only thing that's ever made me feel good about things feel decent about things so i i thought that you know maybe this is something i should try and you know i went throughout like my high school years in and out of bands that like you know didn't end up being dedicated enough so i eventually was like fuck it and i started i started making music on my own and i started learning how to do everything by myself and it really it helped a lot like it, it in ways of if if i'm you know feeling something that's eating at me i can just project it in a way that's not me like acting out necessarily. Mm -hmm. I would do it and I would sit in front of my iPad at the time, which is when I first started. I didn't even have a microphone. I didn't have nothing. I had an iPad 
and an acoustic guitar that had four strings. <laughs> oh wow! And holy shit! I would, <laughs> I would, yeah, I would, I would just write these things, and I would just, you know, belt my feelings, and and it was, it, it became an addiction, so to speak. Like it, it definitely became something that helped me a lot more than any other vice has um, mentally. So. Yeah, so when I when I first got into music, I guess would be around middle school, throughout high school, and then like towards the end of high school is when I really started figuring out how to do stuff. I feel you on that. Like like I said, middle school really felt like I of course I listened to music. I remember liking fucking in sync and shit when I was a kid, but as I got a little older and felt more control and you know, I could listen to what I want to listen to. It felt like it was around middle school where I really started finding out what I like. But what about you, Todd? When when did you get down with the sickness? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, well, my mom told me I had been really into music as far as like two. But um, yeah. I really, I really, it kind of started when I was like, it started be- becoming a thing at eight. Um, I got into drums. I got into playing drums a lot. Uh, the movie, do you know the movie Drumline? No, I don't, I, man, I don't know any movies. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's like one of my favorite movies, and um, it kind of motivated me to be a drummer. And I always um, based my beginning of playing drums all based uh, off that movie because he was just like a outcast that you know was like super talented and he had that outlet and I didn't have that at that age and as I got older I was like learning more I was like learning more types of music I was a really big rapid hip-hop fan at the time and you really couldn't catch me listening to anything else until my mom was like you know we gotta start mixing it up and listening to different stuff. And she always had me always played stuff on the radio and I'd always listen to, you know, to new stuff and the uh, band Stained. Oh yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. That's the, that's the song that really converted me into rock music. Hearing that song on the radio for the first time was pretty intense for me. And I was just like, I want yeah, I mean, it's, I still it's, listen to it. It's soft too; like it gets kind of hard. But that's a good first rock song to get introduced to. I, I feel. Yeah, it was just like the right kind of you know, it's the mellow. right kind of thing to start with. Some because yeah. pe- some people and, think of rock and metal as just and that's it, you know. But you listen oh, to yeah. Spain, it's like, oh, okay, this is a little bit more intriguing. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's not really too heavy. Caught. It's not too soft. It's just, it's just right, you know. Yeah. That's what really caught my attention with metal specifically is, you know, I, I, I grew up with the notion of all metal is just, you know, anger and death and destruction. And then I mm-hmm. actually sat down and would listen to the lyrics and, um, you know, just just get a basic idea that, you know, you can be loud, you can be powerful and it doesn't have to be angry. It can be about emotion. It can be about love. It can be about anything yeah right yeah i just it's weird because i bring up slipknot again 
like they were probably one of the first metal bands that caught my attention also with 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 my eyes because of the masks and things like that and i hate to admit it it just does sound like i hate to be like damn i fell for it it wasn't really the music it was the whole aura of them and shit like that and the attitude and it was i guess it was just i don't know now that i started playing the guitar i i think about how crazy it is that there's nine members and i listen to the music and i haven't really learned any slipknot wrist because of the the tuning and stuff like that and i just oh yeah they're super <laughs> alternate they're they're super alternate tuning um i've only been i've only been playing alternate tunings for about whoo, about three years now i'm like i discover them as i go like Mm. Slipknot was planning drop A and drop B. Right. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it's very interesting to me, though. Like, now that I play and I feel like I know what I like, like, my favorite is full step down when I play. That's like most yes. of my stuff is in that. And yes. it's just weird to think, like, I didn't like this as a kid. I didn't like this when I first got in. I like, I like drop A, but then it was probably just a bunch of other things. And so I don't know. It's like, I think of it as a kind of like a curse with playing an instrument because I'm so late to it. I started playing the guitar really when I was 26, but I still love music, but I really listen to the lyrics and things like that. And one thing that uh, Jonas said about like, like metal music being very raw, raw and stuff like that. I, I love the destruction and anger and stuff like that growing up. And I oh, really yeah. love, I love the lyrics, but Okay, so like, for example, I never really liked Metallica, like not in a way of, oh, they suck, but just like, I like them because you had to respect them because everybody liked them. And okay, there's some they they made so many damn goods or so many damn songs. There's bound to be a couple good. So I had a handful, but I just couldn't get over the dude's voice, man. But now that I started playing the guitar, I'll listen. to I like Metallica so much more now because I pay attention to those riffs. And just uh, Metallica just, was like the first metal band I started with. It's a good one. That, it that's is where a good the one. talent is. The talent with Metallica, in my opinion, is with the instrumentals. Uh, you heard it here first. I don't think James Hatfield does anything special. He's a good guitar player. That's about it. The lyrics are kind <laughs> of. Um, it's just. I mean, you got to give them. You got to give them slack because it's. It's the eight. I like to still give Metallica their respect because they're like, if if this shit was the food pyramid, they're at the bottom. Like they're the base. Yeah. You know, they're very, they're very important, but they might not be as uh flavorful, I'd say. But if it weren't for Metallica, early Metallica though. Like Metallica kind of started the the hard rock thing, you know, like they yeah. they, they were kind of the first and made it capitalize off of that thrash-esque sound. And, yeah. uh, you know, all respect for them in that. But I, I, I would say that because of Metallica, a lot of better bands came out. So I'll, I'll give them that. What's your guys' favorite genre of music to make? Um, mine, mine would have to be, well, alternative and, alternative and grunge and indie mainly um i can i can play i can play hard if i want to and but i just you know i've been playing softer stuff for so long i kind of just got used to it and just never you know just 
you know, changed it up because everybody was like, oh, man, this shit bangs. I'm just like, okay, cool. I'll just make, I'll just make more mellow shit. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I like to alternate between genres, but I mainly, like I said, I mainly play alternative and grunge and, you know, mainly 90 sound and stuff that just, you know, cools you out. What is grunge? Like what what makes something grunge? Is it the is it the grunge, grunge is like raw, angsty, just unstructured rock, pretty much. What's but in a, a more melodic band? way than punk. I got it. Yes. Punk punk can kind punk of sounds more considered the same thing, but uh grunge is is more melodic, it's more pretty. It's more, Got it. uh, it, it, it's a little bit more structured. Which, okay, so like if you were to label people, would grunge be more gothic and punk be more like skater ish? You know what? That's, would, pre- that's pretty accurate, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> that's what comes to, to my head. I think I grunge can be, can, grunge can be a part of, uh, any, any sort of, uh, in, you know, group that you would see in high school. I think you can have skater grunge. Uh, right right but um you know just the 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 difference is is i think that there's a lot more um effort put into the the ethereality if that's a word with grunge i think grunge does really good with um invoking something whereas you know uh if we're still talking about the difference between punk it's like punk is like tugging your strings like yeah you know fuck Fuck the system. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, fuck your teachers. Grunge <laughs> is more like fuck, oh, fuck the your, world. Fuck your, yeah, grunge uh, is grunge. Grunge was just like that. You know, we're here. Like we really don't give a fuck about you. We're just we're we're just here. You know, just doing us. Pretty yeah, much. Punk, punk seems a little bit more like you got your feelings hurt, and grunge is kind of like I don't even care anymore. Yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty much it. What's an example of like, a grunge band? Alice um, in Chains. Alice in Chains. Yeah. Alice in Chains uh, is grunge, really. Hmm. Alice in Chains is classified as grunge, but um, they are more. Their earlier stuff is more on the sludge side. Okay. Yeah, they're which is like kind of doomy. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but they still grunge is kind of like an open pocket though, because uh, if we're comparing bands like Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Alice in Chains, all those bands are considered some of the biggest grunge bands. And I don't think a single one of them sounds alike. Maybe Soundgarden and Pearl Jam solely because I have that bias with Temple of the Dog where they both were. Hello. Are you guys here? It's top grunge bands. Uh, Nirvana really, can you hear me? Yeah, it just kind of it kind of lagged or cut out for a second. Oh damn! Oh snap! Oh, I think we're all good. It just kind of got cut out when you're talking about all of the bands. Um, like yeah, they're grunge, they're, but they all sound somewhat different. Yeah, you, you can obviously yeah. tell when each of those bands play. You can tell which each of them are. Um, do you guys listen to Doomer music? Oh no! Yeah, I, I, I've actually, I'm 
I'm falling into it. I I just I fell into it on accident on YouTube one time. And I just you know. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you guys. I don't know if it's laggy or okay. what, but it's not, it seems to be all right. But with the Doomer music, yeah, man, it's just it's been a while since I listened, but I remember listening to it when and the and those those guitar sounds sound really sexy. And I was wondering like how could I want to start fucking with that shit. We remove the 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck just happened. Because remember when I was texting you guys? Or I think I was texting Todd. I was saying, um, oh, I, I'm not sure if having three people on is okay. But since I updated Zoom, apparently I they removed the 40-minute time limit. So at first it was 40 oh. minutes, but now we can do more. So thank God. Oh, hell yeah. Are you guys religious? I, it, it depends. I'm, I'm more spiritual. I'm, I'm more non-denominational. You know, I, I don't, I don't do religion. I do relationship. Like I believe in God, but you know, I don't follow religion. Religion is just like Superman made and, and it's just, it's, it's just bad for everybody. You know, I'm not a big fan of it anymore. <laughs> I've been having a theory that the government created religion to keep people under control or some shit. Yeah. Don't you think that's kind of, <clears throat> don't you think that's, excuse me, sorry. It's all good. Don't it's you think good. that's, that's kind of sad though, that, that for humanity, the only thing that that's keeping their moral compass alive is the thought that if they die, they'll, they'll burn for it eternity. Right. That that, yeah. that was always my problem, you know. I I personally I'm not religious at all. I I I believe in fate. I believe that things happen for a reason. I believe that the universe was created on purpose, but I don't necessarily believe that a god can be personified in the way that man brings it. And I know that human beings have a tendency to relate more to things if you know it's it's personified if it's if it's a big guy in the sky telling you do this or you'll burn forever you know what i mean like right it, what I, was I it god I, loves you so much he created hell just in case you don't love him back yeah which, yeah i think a lot of people miss that con i think a lot of people just you know misinterpret that concept you know i believe if you know when you grow up you you know depending on your you know who raised you like you know right from wrong mm -hmm. and you know you you create that that um that i can how can i say it um you make your own conscious. morals and ethics as you grow yeah yeah you grow your own conscience of morals and ethics and you go by that and right. no one should no one should tell you you know what's right or what's wrong you should already know that and you should stay away from people that steers you away from that and just try to keep a straight path. You know, we're like, you know, we're not all perfect, you know, mm -hmm. I've, I've done my fair share of shit and, you know, I've, you know, I've learned from it. I've grown from it. And, you know, it's just like one of those things where, you know, will people, you know, do the same, but you, but you can't like depend on that. You just got to do you, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys ever write music say, about though, these kind of thoughts? <laughs> yeah, actually, I uh, I wrote a song a while back. It's you can't find it anywhere. It's just a song that I did write. The only time that I ever took religion into my songwriting, but uh, 
I believe it was called step three, which is uh, the third step of grieving is bargaining. That's the name of the song, was step three, I think. <laughs> and uh, it was it was basically like about Jesus being, uh, you know, tortured and all that in the name of his father for these people that even in the future are still going to be horrible, <laughs> you know? The, religion has been around since we could write words down, since history began. And even so, the, the scum of the earth still roam. There's, there's absolutely nothing you can do on the grand scheme of things to stop evil from existing. So Thank the you. song that I wrote was Jesus pleading to his father, God, um, to not kill him because it would be pointless because you're trying to save these people who don't deserve to be saved. That's pretty deep. It is deep, dude. It's just like, there's so much shit that goes on in religion. It's almost like a, it's it, all of religion. If you want to put them all together in a fucking book or something, it'll be like a history book of what ifs. It's just kind of like, I don't know. It's just really hard for me to believe in something when there's so many other theories as well. Um, hard for me yeah. to believe in something that can be capitalized. If you're capitalizing off of it, you're making money off of it. What the fuck is that, dude? In, in my opinion, that's that's like the the equivalent of a cult. You're oh, yeah. you're getting paychecks. You have your own economy. You don't what have to pay taxes you because you're a fucking under God. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That that's that's pretty messed up. Uh, that that that's one of the things that turned me away from it too. Because like you're. You know, you're, you know, praying like you're so-called praying over other people to, you know, to be successful and all that. And, you know, they're still in their position and you're you just bought a new car from the money <laughs> that they gave you for your church. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, this is not right. You know, like Joel Osteen, for example, dude, he's, he's oh, living yeah. my life. He wasn't yeah. even accepting people to come and take shelter during what was it, a tsunami or something like there yeah, was yeah, I heard about that. Or a hurricane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he uses the name of God. It's all these people that use the name of God for the things they do when they're horrible people. And that's not me shitting on the idea of God. It's shitting on, on the idea of man twisting these ideals mm -hmm. for what could be considered being a good person. These people that you would that you should trust taking that. And 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 digging their finger into it, you know what I mean? Like that—that's what I'm saying. No matter no matter how much you try to push moral compasses, there's going to be disgusting people out there. Especially if you give them a platform. Especially if you give them a shit ton of money. You give he, you give man a billion dollars, and he'll take himself to space in a dick-shaped rocket. Jeff Bezos. Oh, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. Pretty much. Pretty much. That yeah. Don't you think that's... it's kind of comedy though? On um yes, it's fucked up what the person is doing, <clears throat> like a Joel Osteen, but 
it kind of just gets you back. Like it is just amazing that it works. Like how many people are falling for this shit? You know, it's people just will, well, people, people will just blindly can... follow follow anything just to get justification of uh, of how they of of their actions. And it's just you know, it's it's pretty fucked if you really think about it. Were your guys is uh, demographic of. There's so a large what? demographic of Trump supporters who think that yeah. Donald Trump oh. is going to become president each month. Go on, what were you guys? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that yeah, you're true on that though. That did have to be said. <laughs> I I personally, I mean, I guess on your side of the country, there's way more of that. But over here, Jesus it's just uh, you get kind of looked at funny if you were a Trump supporter. Depending, I mean, you'll probably have some friends, but you're kind of in hiding a little bit about it. Um, people aren't really proud, and the people who are proud, they will uh um oh wow my my father just sent me a very funny text but i did have a question about you guys as parents were they religious did they try to have some kind of uh religious influence on you my mom was uh we were all raised mission we were all raised missionary baptist and my my mom didn't really my mom really didn't like shove religion down my throat but she was just she like gave me like the like a summary of how you know how you know how the Bible is and how how that should go. She she is Christian and she you know she and she's not ashamed of it either. You know she'll always try to you know tell me things now than now, now that I'm older. But she always gave me she always raised me with you know think for yourself. So whenever there was something that I didn't really agree on, you know she explained it to me and you know whether you know depending on what she says, you know, if I agree with her or not, we just, you know, have our differences about it. But I was raised, you know, I grew up in, you know, growing up in the South, you know, the South, you know, they really turn, you know, they really twist religion out and come up with different types of shit that just, you know, doesn't make sense making God to be, you know, hateful and racist and all that stuff. And that kind of hmm. turned me away, turned me away from Christianity because, you know, it, a lot of people has a lot of people said this and it's so true. Like it's not really religion. It's the people that, that turns you away from it because they just, you know, they be, they add a pocket sometimes when it, whenever it comes to religion. And that's just something that I just like to stay away from. And that's why I say I'm non-denominational and spiritual so that's like pretty much saying that I believe in the basic, you know, things like repentance and having a relationship with God and, you know, doing right, you know, trying to steer away from doing wrong and stuff like that. Sometimes and you, I, that, but, that's a good way how you do it. And I feel like I kind of do it myself as well that way. It's kind of, I think it's very important to have your own relationship with a higher being or God or whatever your yes. thoughts are without without the opinion of other people or seeking the approval of other people or trying to even find somebody who re relates to you because it it doesn't really matter that much about it because they have their own thoughts and you don't want it to like influence you so it's like kind of good to yeah. just kind of piece together your life through your experience and your own research and really just have it, it feels very freeing to have your own opinion instead of like well the bible says you know <laughs> yeah my mom never my mom never did that my, now my grandma's my grandma on my mom's side she did that to us as a kid we were she made us get up like two hours before school starts 
and recite Bible scriptures and, you know, re- watch, you know, religious sermons on TV and all that stuff. And, you know, that kind of, that kind of drove me into learning things about the Bible more because she, you know, forced that on us. And it was just like, whenever closed-minded people would just tell me what the Bible says, and I'm just like, no, no, it fucking doesn't. Like, you're just, you're just a hateful motherfucker. That's, like, you're not even, that's not even nothing, that's something that, that God would even do. Like People make that shit their identity, hateful. dude. It's just all oh, about, man. Like, God that's, wouldn't like that. It's terrible, bro. And I hate that, you know, people say that. God hates you for doing this. God hates you for doing that. Like, God doesn't hate, you know? It's just one of those, like, I was always told, and, it's, and he said this too. You know, he was like, God loves you. Know, he loves you. and he, But he just doesn't like the shit that, that, that we do. And I think that's completely fair. You know, that's kind of like, that's kind of like your parents, you know? They'll love you regardless, but and they may not agree with everything that you do, but they still love you. Yeah. You know? Unconditional love. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, my mom, all my mom was always like that. She was just, you know, I mean, as you know, I'm, I do shit now that I'm not supposed to be doing, and she's just like, you know what, you got your life. I'm just gonna pray for you. Da, 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 da. You know, I don't approve, but you know, you, you know, do you? It's just, it's just, I wish it was simple like that with everybody, but you know, the world doesn't know easy. It's they, it just knows complicated. <laughs> There's fucked up shit that goes on. You guys hear about that Afghanistan stuff, whatever's going on with the Taliban and all of that. Have you been seeing that or is it just me? I heard about it. I heard about it at work today. What's going on? What was what's the summary of all that? All I know is that the Taliban are having like another season coming up or something like that. And somebody had sent me a meme. Um, oops. We're kind of shifting gears here talking about Afghanistan and politics and shit. But I guess... uh. I did want to talk about music, but I'll get this out the way since uh, you seem a little curious as what's going on. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think the Taliban and this has something to do with Pakistan because people are mad at them. And somebody had sent me a meme, though, about when when George Bush became president, like the second one, a couple of months later in September, 9-11 happened. And like during that same year, the Taliban had gained some kind of power. And now that Biden's president, the Taliban has gained power because um, oh, I, I think they removed the troops. Is that what they're doing? I have no idea. I could be completely wrong, but it's a good idea. And then, um, yeah, so I don't know. People are there's just it's just crazy. It's like a civil war or something going on over there. And world police just kind of took the brakes off or something like that. I don't know. Knowing um, knowing America's reputation of dipping into other countries' businesses, we we probably we probably didn't took like a we probably didn't do some shit we were supposed to be doing over there and probably we buying so much money and shit. Yeah, like like we it, probably we probably money. found some shit. We probably found some shit over there, and you know they they just trying to you know. It's all about get the us oil, out of there. Dude. We're about oh, we're pro- how much is gas out there? How much is gas in Michigan, yo? Gas up here is high. Fuck. You you think three fifty is high? Well, you live in California. So California, I mean, bro, we're coming up on to five be fair. Bucks. To be fair, Jesus. Yeah, but you know, in, in it like uh, like 
ten dollars for like a, a pack of smokes up there or down there or whatever. Um, you guys, I don't, I don't smoke cigarettes. Insane. Yeah, it's really bad out here, man. I mean, I don't know if you guys know about like Skid Row and San Francisco. It's just, it's really bad. And it, you know, I encourage you guys to come out here just to kind of see for yourself. Cause like, I don't know, growing up here, like I've been, I've been out just for vacationing and stuff, but really I've always lived in California. The only thing that I really ever worry about is earthquakes. Like it just seems like any day now I'm like, there's going to be a big earthquake. That's that fuck shit up. But lately the, the newest thing for me to be worrying about is fires. Cause that shit's just always yeah, going y'all on. been going through some crazy fires over there. It's smoky as shit right now, dude. Like the mountains that I usually see far out are yeah, you know, they're green. Right now it's like it looks like it's it's misting outside. It's not something's on fire. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah. But it's yeah, see, when it first started happening around, I don't know, six years ago, I was like, Am I gonna die? Like what I'm inhaling fucking like b- burning buildings and shit, probably. But now that we're all these years later, I've just kind of been like, yeah, it's the regular. But it's lately it's been pretty awful outside. But what was I? I forgot what I was going to ask. I don't know why I asked. What's the? Oh, we were talking about the Middle East and the gas prices in Arkansas and shit like that. Mm. Arkansas is like at two seventy seven right now. We have not we have not broke three yet. So got to start getting got to start getting my fucking gas in Arkansas. It seems worth the commute. <laughs> yes. Arkansas is Arkansas. <laughs> Dude, you know what, man? I want to tell you this story that I don't know if I've told it on this show before, but it has to do with our mutual friend, Kyle. So, yeah. as you know, Kyle uh, is a buddy of mine and he apparently went to high school with you. And so, um, I don't know, he came out here and how long, however long it's been, like seven years of us being good friends. And, um, I guess he he like I'm a I'm Filipino and he didn't know what a Filipino person was until he moved out here. So like <laughs> I want to ask yeah. you, I mean maybe you're a little older now but is like can you co-sign for that? Like how many Asian people did you go to school with? We uh, oh man, it was really I, I totally get I totally get where he's coming from. Um mm-hmm. it was super super rare. Like we had we literally had I could count the number of um, Asian people we had in our school. Um, one of them used to own a Chinese Chinese restaurant <laughs> that would that everybody loved going to. Um, but it was it was super rare. And I had one Filipino friend. Well, he was half uh, half Filipino. Um, his name was Alex. He pa- he passed away in two thousand eleven. Oh damn! Well, but uh, he was he was the um, really the only Filipino dude that I knew in our hometown. And it was mainly black, white, and a short, like a good ratio of Hispanic people. Oh man. I'm going to make myself vulnerable right now. Uh, So growing up, I don't say it as, I don't say it on the podcast. Really. I don't say it, but growing up, it was normal for Asian people to say the N word, not with the hard R, but with the A. And we would say it just like how black people would use it for each other, like in a in a sense of calling each other uh, dude or bro or whatever. It was very Mexican people were saying it. The only time you got looked that funny is if you were white, like and I'm talking blue eyed white. 
maybe there were some <laughs> there were some white people that were kind of like you know down in the hood and they got the n-word pass out here and so yeah. i'm talking with kyle and i remember when he came out here there was like a big dispute between some of my california friends and and him he was like nah nah asian people can't say it asian people can't say it and um i don't know i guess it slipped out because i had gotten so used to saying it but i said it around his friends on xbox some other friends that are probably uh went to high school so they were um they're all they were all in arkansas and we were just talking about the same shit you know like the different cost of living differences and shit and i was like yeah I had asked the question and I used a busta ass N word. And it was like, is it a busta ass thing to say or a busta ass thing to do if I bought this or whatever? And then they all just left the party, bro. Oh, and, yeah, uh, man. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, what was that a dumb question or was it like, was it because, and they were just laughing and laughing. And Kyle was just like, what do you think it was? What do you think it was? I was like, was it because I said that? And um, they were like, yes. Yeah. And then I, I had told him everything that I told prior to this story about how I thought it was normal in this and that growing up here. Mm -hmm. And then they were all like laughing, like more people came back into the party and they're like, oh yeah, it's okay. He's Asian. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, that's, that, well, they did, but that, here's the thing. They didn't know I was Asian. They thought I was white because of just my voice. But then uh, <laughs> uh, once I broke down the Asian thing, I don't know. <laughs> it's just a funny story, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it's one of those. Th it's really you really got to pick your battles with it because in our like you're not like in the South. Like if it's pretty much like if you're black, if you're not black, don't say it. Yeah. But we really like the black in the black and Asian community. Like we're like super, we're like super close to each other. Mm -hmm. If if somebody was, if somebody that was Asian happened to call me that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get offended, to be honest. I'd be like, okay, he's with it. I'll fuck with it. <laughs> Talk about something else, man. Jonas is kind of quiet. This is uh, not really his, and I'm barely touching on enemy territory here. So let's easy. I don't know how we got to this subject. I apologize. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that's the thing. Like, I have white friends that sometimes say it, and in the like, I never really check them on it. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't think you should. Bro, be there was, that, man. there's white white people back in my hometown saying more than we do, and oh, they yeah. let it, and they let it slide all the time. I'm like, y'all can't get mad because y'all allow it. <laughs> I grew up in a very racist town. Not saying that. <laughs> I used it racistly, but like, you know, it, 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 I, I'm not going to say I've never said it, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a racist person. I've never used the hard R, you know what I mean? But like, you know, back in the day, you know, it was like, uh, well, uh, little Wayne was like topping the charts, dude. We just, that's just how people talk. <laughs> <You> <laughs> no, I understand it. It's just the fucking world we live in, you know? Don't worry, dude. This podcast is not going to come out and just go. Paradigm is they, they're they've got a racist drummer. <laughs> no, hell no. Oh, like, like, <laughs> they, they folks are canceling folks for the stupidest shit these days. Like, I don't even do it. People know how I roll when it comes to shit like that, and you know they know I don't. You know I don't fuck with nobody any less than real. So 
I, I don't care. Culture is dying a little bit. Have you heard this? The shit that's going on with what's his name, the baby or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, I don't my, even know completely. But I think no. he was being super homophobic at a concert or or in a yeah. Twitter or some shit. I and guess it's just a time of like you should know better. Like you're really saying that, you know? Yeah, I'm like I like I tell people all the time. Like if you don't agree with somebody's lifestyle, like it doesn't affect you. Like right. mind your business, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to make a whole making your whole personality trait that you're against a certain group, you know. Yeah. Like it, it's just like why, why bother, you know? It was just <laughs> like extremely homophobic, I'd say. Yeah, and that's that's you know that's that that's wrong. There's a difference. There's a difference between like being phobic and like not agreeing with somebody's lifestyle. Like if you're not, if you're against somebody's lifestyle, like or religion, like hey, yeah, I'm not for that, but you don't do you. But you're just totally hating them just because they're this type of person. That's fucked. Like why be like that? <laughs> were, uh, were you guys fans of Marilyn Manson? Like was he an influence yes. on your uh, music no. and stuff like that? No, I like one song, and that's it, and that was it. <laughs> what, so, what song was it? Was it a cover song? The Beautiful People. Oh, okay, that's a good Marilyn Manson song. That's like and one that, of the songs that everybody knows. Yeah, and it was like it came on a lot when wrestling came on, and I kind of like yeah. grew into it. Oh uh, yeah, because like, that used to be the theme song. Yeah, like in one of the uh, PlayStation Two games, and it was just like I would catch myself listening to it every now and then, but I don't. I, I think I don't care for Marilyn Manson to be honest. <laughs> what about you, Jonas? Fan? Yes. Inspiration? No. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. His Lunchbox album was that? Was that his first? Yeah, I think that was his first one. That's a good song. That's that song that I've been trying to learn on the guitar. Uh, you know, I I liked I liked his uh his you know he he was a. Uh, He's a big icon as far as like going not necessarily anti-establishment, but anti like everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, so pretty much. Yeah. My first uh, exposure to somebody who was like, "You're this, which is what is considered normal. Fuck you!" And this is <laughs> look at me. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Not not too big on his more recent stuff at all. Like honestly, I would say like lunchbox and uh the portrait of an american family whatever it's called uh, oh, so you are- like the early yeah i could see that because there would you say that his early shit is punk or or grunge i feel like it's kind of a good half and half i see that that's a good question i would put it more towards grunge than punk but at the same time i think it, it it might be within i think lunchbox is punk i think lunchbox is definitely punk vibes see i'm gonna have to listen to more marilyn manson now because i can't even i've always saw them as like early early slow new metal yeah I, no that's 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 what he, i'm he saying turns i would into put it. more in a in a new metal category uh, personally. Hmm. not like not like Limp Biscuit, like fucking Rage Against the Machine, POD type new metal, obviously, but like within the same grounds of new metal that you would categorize like Deftones and like uh, more of like a S more. Yeah, <laughs> there's not much like like him though. I can say that 
Like if you you can't listen, I, like if you were to put up Marilyn Manson on fucking Pandora or whatever, what would be the um, the other artists that kind of come up on that station? Maybe like Rob Zombie. Nails, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Zombie. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, they don't sound anything alike at all. Mm. And I can tell you right now that I I would prefer I prefer when it comes to Rob Zombie, I prefer his movies over his music. Oh, he's a much mm. better movie maker than music. Maker. What's your favorite Rob Zombie movie? House of a Thousand Corpses, hands down. That might be my all-time favorite horror movie too. I don't know if I've seen that. I feel like I've had it. I've like I've watched it, but it's just been on in the background. But if it's on Netflix or something, I'll give it a second go. Same, same. On Netflix. <laughs> on netflix it's on hulu it's on amazon todd if you want to watch that wait till you come here because i need to watch it with you but i'm not Dude, i'm not I'm a, put that on i'm not a huge fan of it, i wouldn't say it's a scary movie but it's just a, it's a good horror movie it's not scary mm-hmm. it's, a good it's like the movie. um aesthetics i'd say yeah Maybe, you, like... you would understand a lot more what i mean when you watch it i it, it does really good for what it does. But as far as Rob Zombie's music gets into, like, I don't know. I don't know. I I always thought, you know, like. I just like Dragula. That's like the only song I like. I think Rob Zombie, Zombie was, was the shit. <laughs> is that an album Zombie or a song? Uh, Dragula is a song. No, I'm talking about uh, White Zombie. White Zombie. That, that was his band. That was his first oh. band. That's where uh, uh, Thunder Kiss 16. Five comes from. Yep, Black Sunshine and uh Oh, what's is Thunder Kiss 69? Yeah, my Durango number 95. Is that it? No, it's a Thunder Kiss 965. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, I know that one. I know that one. That was White Zombie. That was his band, but you know, I I'm pretty I, I don't know the a full story but they ended up breaking up and rob zombie ended up like going full ozzy and doing his own thing which was like like weird like sh- strip club music mixed with like nine <laughs> nine inch nails like in- industrial shit you know <laughs> and that shit I, went off like really? I, I wasn't too big in the industrial uh shit until he came out with stuff like that i thought that was pretty tight Todd, i gotta ask yeah. you man what's up with the with the what's your favorite band <laughs> my favorite band uh my favorite band of all time is uh nirvana oh my god what i thought it was gonna be tool <laughs> <laughs> yo we're about to break a whole lot of hearts on this podcast I can what's up with what's... The, so what's up with the tool stuff dude <laughs> like, so like Okay, okay, so I am a I am a tool fan, but I prefer a perfect circle. So like when I did the video last year, it just turned into it just really turned into a, a thing. And I've people were just like, dude, you gotta make more videos. You making fun of tool fans is like the best thing. I'm like, okay. And you know, I just needed something to do. So I just, you know, turned it into a whole thing, just roast tool fans and even you know, roast some of some of their songs, and people think that I like listen to Tool on the on a regular. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't compare like, our band to Tool. Imagine, 
Yeah, yeah like man. Every, every time they every time they hear our shit, I'm hearing some tool, man. Like, what's the <laughs> I love, look, look at, listen. I love tool. Tool is one of my favorite bands. I have tool lyrics tattooed on my arm. Okay, the yeah. music that I make sounds absolutely nothing like tool, <laughs> even a little bit. Dude, I think I'm guilty. I'm guilty because I'm I came from the tool memes and I listened to the music. <laughs> I, now I get why he likes tool. Maybe I should start listening to more tool and can make good music or something. <laughs> yeah, tool is a great band though. Like, don't get me wrong. I, but, what's, what people don't get, what what people don't get is that I used to be that type of tool fan. So like when I'm making fun of tool fans, like I'm making fun of myself too. I, it's um, just, you know, people aren't like there's a lot of tool fans that aren't as realistic as we are. So it's just like there's oh, people who use their fandom of tool as their personality trait. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a religion. <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? I like tool. What? <laughs> Dude, I, I saw hey, look, tool I have, live. I have, I, have uh, tool ta- I have tool lyrics tattooed on my arm, okay? What I, what are the lyrics? It's spiral out, you know. Obviously, you gotta keep going. I'm not um, I'm a new I'm a new tool fan. I've probably been a Tool fan for like Lateralis album. That's all you need to hear. Which one? The best album. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the song. That was one of the first songs that was kind of like on repeat for us for a while. Um, uh, what's how's the song goes? Like overthinking, over. Yeah, Lateralis. Separate the body from the mind. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. No, you know what's funny? So I, my girl was playing that song. My girl found that song that she liked and she would play it in rotation, but it took me a while to start listening and being like, oh yeah, this song kind of go. So sometimes she'll just kind of sing it and she'll just be like, separate the body from the mind. And I'll just kind of yeah. be like, what See, the that's a, that's fuck a are you thing. saying? Like Tool, Tool is a very much, Tool is very much an acquired taste. And, and the problem is, is a lot of hardcore Tool fans use that to their advantage. They're like, oh, like Tool fans. I had, um. I think you're breaking out again. Yeah, I kind of heard that. But uh, I, I saw Tool live two years ago, but didn't even want to see them. I went to this festival that had fucking <laughs> Lipknot, Marilyn Manson. Lamb of God, Gojira. And that's how I found out about Ooh. Gojira when I first started liking Tool. So the same day, who else was fucking there? Bring Me the Horizon, Rob Zombie, Blink-182, but I didn't even watch him. I went I went home before they even went on stage. Hey. Um, yeah, not the biggest Blink-182 fan. Not that I hate him or anything, just like yeah. uh, at the time. So, so Tool was on and they were like the closer. And they were, like, out of all those bands that I named, the biggest fucking deal. Like, there was so many people there. And I was just, I I stood back. I stood all the way back (laughs) in the fucking forest. Just like, I'm just going to smoke and lay here. Because I've had a long day. I saw Gojira. I saw Bring Me the Horizon. I saw Baby Metal. I'm good. Fucking Tool. Who was this? Like, I didn't even, I think in prep to the fucking festival, I was like, let me try and give him a chance. And I was like, I'm just not feeling it, man. I'm just not feeling it. And then, you know, they were live. Didn't know any of the songs. They were just in the background. I was like, it was, you know, this is good background music. Just saw people going fucking absolutely nuts over them. And I'm just like, I don't get it. They're, they're, they're hella old and all of this stuff. And then 
as I left, I, I don't know, I got sick there. And then I, shit, I was listening to Tool today. <laughs> I came across Tool on a Guitar Hero World Tour. Um, the song Vicarious. Oh, that that's was the first one. song. That was that's the first song I ever heard by them. Yeah. And I thought it was amazing. So, like, as I do with any band that I come across, I go back and listen to their shit. And I became, I became obsessed for a minute. And that you that was that was those are that was a band you cannot. Uh, that was a band that you would catch me listening to all the time, before um before I came across Nirvana, because they were really, they were really a good band to listen to when you're younger and you're you know getting the stupid shit in your teens. Dude, you know? I had a guy on this podcast. I think um. He's a movie director, actually, and I mean, he because of this, I got to be in his movie. But anyways, enough of that. Uh, he was, I think, he's like in his forties, and he was talking about the only time he ever tried to kill himself is when he found out Kurt Cobain died, and so um, oh hello, oh, yeah. and oh and so um, what had happened? He just took a bunch of like pills or something, but nothing really happened. He just kind of woke up in the ER, but. He was like thinking back. He was like a 15 year old kid with Nirvana posters all over his wall and shit. And then it just it just Bro. crumbled his life. Yeah, man. Like that. That was um, I hate uh, I hate I came across him after the fact. My mom actually introduced me to Nirvana. Oh, wow. I was listening. Uh, Smells like Teen Spirit came on on the radio. And I was just like, what is this? And mom was like, this is, you know, Kurt. This is, you know, Nirvana. I was like. How do you know them? Because I used to listen to this all the time. I was uh, like, what? <laughs> so, like, I went and, like, listened to, like, everything that they made. And I was just like, this is this is what I want to play. Kurt inspired me to pick up a guitar and just start playing shit. And I always, always end up defending. <laughs> I hate when people shit talk Nirvana all the time. It just it makes me angry. <laughs> that's only because like i hold them up hold them up on a personal level but you know i know it's not that serious but nirvana right. got me through a lot of a lot of shit in my teens and i found out that kurt had the same problems as i did you know with self-image and you know not being accepted and all that stuff and it kind of you know it kind of hits home when people are like he's such a he's a junkie da, 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 da. my like, you're like shitting on kurt for being a junkie but you're praising Lane Staley for doing the same shit. Real like twice as bad as hurt. Don't think that way though. That's true. I that's actually that's really true. It's just a you know, it's just the the fake ones that always like, you know, hate just to follow the crowd, you know. Right. Yeah. I but like people who say that um what the yeah. fuck is that band? Look at this photograph. Nickelback. Yeah, like how everybody says Nickelback sucks. Nickelback, Nickelback doesn't suck that much. Nickelback fucking bangs. Like they're I don't <laughs> care if they're popular stuff, but like uh their older stuff, like banger, banger after banger. Like you can't people just, people just don't know what they're talking. Some people just don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Jonas, what's your favorite band? Allison Chains, I think. Allison Chains. Uh, it's, it's a really hard question. 
it, it really depends on my day of the week, but it, you know, if, if I circle back to anything, it's Allison Chains. Um, I think I might have cut off when I was talking about it when Todd brought up the whole, you know, people praising Nirvana for, or people praising Allison Chains as opposed to Nirvana because they were junkies. It's like real Allison Chains fans don't think like that. It, it's good music. Nirvana fans, but uh, yeah, there's always been a, there's always been the Nirvana and Allison Chains debate. Like, no, I like them both, you know, different and realms, different realms. But that's what's cool about grunge is when it comes to grunge, you can go and listen to bands like Nirvana, which is a completely different feel from Alice in Chains, which is a completely different feel from. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people just, you know, just say Alice in Chains just to be just to shit on Kurt, just for being, you know, what he was doing. And that's just I hate hypocrites. That's that's the biggest thing about this whole thing. I hate hypocrites. And can both of you guys do um this is this is like I mean back to Allison Chains, <laughs> but can you guys both do the the solo from uh them bones? Like, can I play it on guitar? Yeah. Oh hell no. <laughs> hell no. Like, come on, man. No. Like if you were to like pull up the tabs and just kind of practice it, like how you think you could probably get it right after some time. Not see, that's the thing. And Trell played that solo the same way live. Yeah, see, that's the thing with me. I can't read tabs. Like, I play I play by ear. OMG, like, you yeah. can't read tabs? Hell no, man. Like, I can't. Bro, everything that I've learned on guitar, I've learned by myself or by, like, YouTube videos. Like, you tell me to play a fucking A chord, I'm be like, can I hear it? <laughs> But that, but that's every, so. Every so time. you also can't read just regular music, like like an E chord or an A chord and shit like that. Oh hell no! no yeah, I, me oh, neither. Hell. I can't do that, but I can definitely read tabs. I every get the I, I get as far as music comes from. I it's just from me listening to it. That's it. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty. That's like I think it's. I I really think it's better that way, but it also takes longer. You know, I think it's important yeah. to learn a little, a little music theory, because you know, it's you know you learn things quicker. But I, me being stubborn as I am, I took <laughs> I took the long route and learned shit as I went. As far as for tabs, um, I really just use tabs to get the tuning, and yeah. the rhythm, and um, I get those two and go straight to YouTube and look up somebody playing it. Mm. watch tons of different versions of it and get my own version of it and get get it get it going uh, i told you, Jonas before go ahead uh can you elaborate on um getting the rhythm through the tab how 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 would you go about that so i would ultimately guitar got this thing where you can play the song while the tab scroll like while the oh. tab scrolls down it like yeah. goes across each each bar Okay. So I I'll watch that for about a few minutes to see where what goes, kind of get a you know get a feeling of it, then take it to YouTube and watch somebody play it. I'm like, oh, hey, he plays it like this, mm-hmm. and then you know learning from there. Then okay. you know listen to the song a million times and just you know get what yeah. I get from there. I told Jonas before, um, 
we want to do cover like we want to cover some shit too like Allison Chains and Nirvana and I, yeah. I told him I'm like I'm gonna let you know right now like I don't play like they do it I get I play like my own version of it <laughs> that's what a cover is you know it's yeah, like it's never been a problem for me because cover like the best covers in my opinion are songs that are more reimagined than just redone you know yeah like yeah. I stick to the formula thing uh, I stick to the base of it but then like I add my own flavor to it you know just to you know you keep it you know have some respect for it you know I don't just look- draft was called the wanderer and it was basically a garden uh, pro jam song called garden Mm-hmm. Consider that that's the way Paradigm does covers. If you yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, would you say Paradigm's your big your influences on on your style of music and everything, and maybe even lyrics is a little bit influenced by your favorite bands, or you think it has oh, nothing yeah. really to do with it? Absolutely. Okay. Oh God, yeah. The 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 best part about it is I think that Todd and I's favorite bands and like our influences they're a lot of the same but at the same at the same time they're a lot different but they're yeah. just enough to the point where we we vibe with each other so easily um you know that the music i listen to is the same as what todd listens to but like what we consider our favorites you know it's 100 different and at the same time both of us welcome in like all sorts of other types of shit other than just rock. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was listening to you guys earlier today while I was doing the dishes. I heard a song. I don't know. I don't recall what album it was, but there was like rapping going on. And I was like, this sounds like a rap song. And I was just like, Uh love Lauren. (laughs) Maybe I was like, this is going in like, wow, what else do they have or something? So um, it's a really cool song to make. If I might add uh, that it features, Prince Golden. It's off of our Dreamscapes 3 album. I feel like it doesn't get as much love as it deserves. I'll play it at the end of this show. I really hope that it's not because neither me or Todd do anything vocally over it. The instrumental is me and Todd like going nuts, dude. Like that, that, that was a great time. But Prince Golden, dude, he he really he really did his thing, and I really want to work with him again at some point. Yeah, he reached out. I did like a little um loop. I was like playing over a loop on Facebook and I was like, Hey, I made this, you know, what is, what does it sound like to you? I do that every now and then. And oh. he, he got in my comments. He's like, bro, like, let me rap over this. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, like, it was a good I song. Sent, caught my ear. Yeah. Like I sent him the, the loop and he, you know, he freestyled over it and Jonas got it, did his own thing to it. And then it was, you know, made his way back to me. I added my guitars to it. And it just, you know, it turned into a blossom to a banger. You know, I, that's one of my favorite songs on there. <clears throat> I Very listen to appreciated it. And, and I think it's because we, we attract much more of like a, a, a rock sounding band. But, it, you know, I, I think Todd can agree with me that Paradigm is not specific to a single genre. No, like we stick, we stick to our influ- like we stick to our influences, but it's like super genre neutral. You know, a lot of people, a lot of fans, you know, classify us all the time, and we just be like, "Yeah, cool, that's whatever, whatever, whatever it sounds like to you." Sweet. <laughs> Are you guys a fan of uh, animals as leaders? 
I've do heard I know a couple that? songs. I, I've I know heard a couple band? animals as leaders songs, but you know, I it's I've never what really the... gotten too big into them. Okay. What they're do like they? A... Uh, who are they? I they're like I a, they're like a metal band, but just without the lyrics. And so he plays an eight string guitar. Um, oh shit. I think it's like so two eight string guitarists and then just a mad drummer. It's pretty wild. I'll send you guys some songs, but uh <laughs> it sounds like Polyphia. <laughs> yeah, that's what I that's what I meant to say. I said periphery, damn it. Polyphia. Polyphia. They sound the same, you know what? I'll check them out. Any, Not, any they don't news? sound the same. Their titles, the, the names of their bands sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all we'll figure it, but people will figure it out, dude. I got two more questions, then I'll finally let you guys go. Again, thank you for your time, man. Yeah, guys, I really appreciate it. Um, my first question is um any news on the new album? I was playing that one song, uh, incomplete. That's a banger. Can, like you gotta put that on iTunes, man. Not it's on iTunes. iTunes. Oh, I couldn't find it or I didn't have it downloaded, but maybe it's because I only downloaded albums and not singles or something. Yeah, but, it's uh, it's a it's a single. Um ah, that's what it was. I, you gotta you gotta like you gotta type in um paradigm then the song or whatever then it pops up you know we're not too we're not too popular on itunes but oh uh, we're pretty big we're pretty uh i said we're pretty pop like decently popular on spotify like you type in our name and it instantly comes up that's how i feel about my show you have to fucking scroll to the depths uh to find suicide logs it's like if you look up suicide on the apple podcast you'll fucking see Dr. Phil's podcast before you see mine. And it's like, oh, my God, it's just actually I I didn't really have a problem finding your podcast. You know, I I never listened to it. I don't think there's any like well, obviously there isn't any ties to it. I typed in suicide logs one one word and it. Oh, okay. You know, first thing that popped up. That's good to know. But I feel like on Spotify, I'm the first thing that comes up when you look up suicide. Um, But yeah, any news on your album? And uh, ETA on when it would drop or anything? Uh, well, <laughs> you want to answer it or do you want me to answer that? Uh, you can, Jones. You can. You can. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so the news on our album is, uh, well, I can tell you that Incomplete is the first single off that album, regardless of uh, whatever we drop in between them. And you will know. The songs that will be on the album when we drop them um we're i would say we're about three-fourths of the way done with it you know we we just have to we have we're, we're missing a couple things and we have to go through a couple things we have a title for the album um what do you what do you think todd uh this is a pretty exclusive thing should we should we tell the people that listen to this album or that, that listen to this podcast the name of the album before we drop it, just just so we know who our fans are. Um, well, I mean, you know, I figured why not? I figured why not? You know, yeah, a, a lot of people, God damn, a lot of people, been, a lot, a lot of people, been waiting uh, for a new album anyway. So uh, yeah, what the hell? I mean, let's live a little. All right. <laughs> if you listen to this, don't repeat it. It's only for people listening Secret to this podcast shit. right now. Secret cult <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> but our next white belts is only be called house of glass and we don't have an eta for it just because we kind of do things off the wing but we you heard it fucking here first on suicide logs dude house of glass when did you guys come up with that name 
Um, well, it was. Uh, I made a song with a for, with a friend of mine, and um, it was called. Oh, did I did I What's drop up? out? Did I drop out? I think you did drop out. No, okay. go ahead, Jonas. Damn it. Okay. What did you... <laughs> I didn't hear okay. you at all. The, the name of the new album is called House of Glass. We're about three-fourths of the way done with it. Mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. ETA because we kind of do things as oh, they fall. We heard that. We heard yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's it. House of Glass. Oh. Go on, Tom. Okay. House of Glass. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Uh, House of Glass. Um, we, we agreed for it to be an album name whenever we had well that's kind of saying too much about it yeah 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 okay yeah. all right be happy you got a name be happy you got a yeah we'll just leave it at that. all right it my does next kind question... of follow a certain theme i'll, I'll yeah. tell all you right. guys that I'll watch out that's for it. it that's all i'm gonna say i i think it, it's that um it the album is about a guy who nah i ain't even gonna make a prediction um <laughs> My question yeah, it's, it's is not that <laughs> it's, not, it's not that complicated. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a reoccurring theme, but it's not like about a guy. <laughs> all right. All right. Um so I think I forgot to ask the the lady that I had on last about um her sexual journey, but uh I'll ask it for you guys. So I do this thing, this whole show kind of just started with me. Like the whole topic of every episode is just checking in. And if I felt like killing myself today, and uh, I think I even said it on an Instagram post earlier today, 100,000% did not think about killing myself today or had thoughts of like, fuck my life that I have to die. Like I wanted to be alive all 24 hours of the late 24 hours past 24 hours and uh what about you guys dude because it would be really sad to know that one of you guys fucking passed away or some shit like that not even not even kill yourself even just pass away in general just like where are your thoughts on your appreciation for life and things like that or maybe you'd surprise me and say shit i did think about killing myself today um well uh john you want to go first man yeah, but um, if I cut out, let me know. I there's been a yep. couple times when that's happened. We'll let you uh, out. Yeah, so we'll go we'll ahead. Let you know. Um, so yeah, you know, in the in in the past twenty four hours, I have not thought about killing myself because, um, you know, I had something to look forward to today. Uh, not saying I'm very suicidal, but I I, I would say that the thought of killing myself not that i'm going to do it not that i'm suicidal but the thought of wondering what would happen if i were to do that is mm-hmm. something that crosses my mind a lot you're it's not depressed of, you're more curious yeah mm-hmm. yeah um you know and 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 it's not something that i like to think about though like but it, it's something that kind of morbidly fascinates me like what what would it be like if i were to finally decide because there was a point in time where i was very much trying to end it all you know um i i was very unhappy with my life for a big portion of my 
exiting high school years to, uh, you know, in the process of becoming somebody who I am now. So I always do kind of think back, not so much today, but technically, yes, now, because I'm thinking about it again, mm. uh, where, you know, I went through with the things that I, I thought that I, I would be able to. Well, I'm glad that you're here, you know, and I, I hear you and I, I can relate with a lot of the things you've said. And I'm sure a lot of the people who listen to this show um, hear you on that level and are super happy that you are here to make fucking rock and music for us. And, uh, you know, uh, you're not alone and maybe something like that can help. So, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. We, I mean, I guess I. Yeah, I, did, I, I guess it's such a deep question to ask to kind of end the show off with. It's like you could talk about that kind of thing for hours, but that's what the oh, show's yeah. about. You know, that's that's what this whole damn thing's about, really. So thank you yeah. for sharing, man. Yeah. Um, well, um, I had. I, I it came across my mind uh, a couple years ago. I was actually on the verge of, you know. Saying fuck it and it all. And um, was crazy. I was going through a lot of shit, and I would just. And then, then I got fired from my job, and that just you know tipped everything over me, for me mentally. Mm. Right when I was you know was wrapping my mind around it, uh, my good clo- a, a good close friend of mine, he was uh, telling me about a concert that he wanted to go to, and he wanted to invite me because he, he, he knows when something's wrong with me. So he kept bugging me about the concert and stuff. I'm just like, man, I'm not really feeling it. And he was like, man, I'll, I'll pay you away or whatever, whatever. And he just he just would not quit blowing on my phone. I was like, okay, fuck it. I'll do it. So I ended up going to that concert that night. And it turned out to be the best concert of my life that I went to. And it actually saved my life. The next day, he told me, he told me to call my mom and you know, tell her, you know all the shit that's been going on and uh, I thought I talked to her and you know I broke down and you know she cried with me and it was just one of those things where I thought about my family I thought about my family mainly but I was just like I have never felt this low in my life to the point where I just wanted to end my life and I, I was like now I know what how some of my friends be feeling sometimes and I and I said that I hope I never have to feel that way ever again. And I want to help people that have that kind of issue with that. Because it's a shitty feeling that, that you want to, you know, end your life just because shit you're going through. Um, and to top it off, um, I don't want to be in a position where I can't go and, like, after I pass away, I want to be able to see my... Um, a child that I lost three years ago. Mm. Um, so it's just one of those things where if I took my life now, I wouldn't be able to go see her like I want to. Right. And it's just it's just like one of those things where it's like, I don't want to leave nobody behind. You know, my brother's my little brother's still young. You know, he's you know, he still looks up to me and stuff. And my mom, it would crush her if you know her oldest son leaves me. It would just mess everybody up. And I didn't want that for nobody. And you know, in the in the position that I'm in now, 
I'm grateful that I didn't, I didn't do it because I'm still doing music. My career is, you know, going where it needs to be right now. I'm traveling, I'm living life. I'm actually, you know, genuinely happy for, for a change. And it's just like, I couldn't have felt like this if I would have ended my life. So I just strive to, to, I just strive to tell people to just, you know, don't give, you know, don't give in, don't give into it. Just, you know, life's get, life gets shitty sometimes, but you know, you're the stronger person for making through another day. And I've always had a, a lot of fans, you know, reach out to me, you know, as, you know, talk to me and stuff about, you know, mental health and suicide and stuff. And I, you know, I'll always be like, you know, just reach out to me, man. If you want to talk to me, I know we don't know each other, you know, I, but you know, when you tell me that, you know, I don't see you as a friend. I don't see you as a fan anymore. I see you as a friend and, you know, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to do nothing to yourself. You know, you have a lot to live for and, you know, it's just not worth it. And I tell people that all the time, like your life is so valuable and you are valid. And that whole experience, you know, just open my eyes up a lot about it, about things. So <laughs> thank you for your service, bro. Thank you. That was that's some deep shit, man. And uh it's real shit too, man. What band was that that you saw? Uh what was the band that I saw? Um yeah, the Floozies. It was a very it was a I can't really classify them. They're just they're just all over the place when it comes to music. But it was it was the best show. It was like the best concert I ever went to. Like I was dancing. Like I, I just forgot about everything, what I was going through, and was just having a good time. Like, he, and a couple of party favors helped. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I hear and, you, man. Uh, That's awesome, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that yeah that um, that concert saved my life that night. Music. Hey, yet again, music saved my life. Music saved your life, dude. I'm just, you know, I'm forever grateful for it. I'm, I hope I never stop playing because it got me a long ways, you know, where, I, where I'm at today. That's awesome, man. I wish I could talk more. I just, uh, you know, take, feel bad taking up your time and stuff, but I, I appreciate no, it. Man, again. You're, no, <laughs> man, you're good. Like, I'm, a, I'm already up anyway. So, this, yeah, I'm glad this interview went the way it did. I for was sure. What about was, you, Jonas? You awake? You awake, Jonas? Jonas is asleep. He fell asleep to your story, dude. Damn. <laughs> How are you going to do Todd like that, man? <laughs> Wait, did you guys oh, see something to me? Yeah, we hear him now. Checking. <laughs> you, guys, you guys cut out. My, it's oh. my internet that's being bad. I didn't hear okay, oh, we were just checking. We were just checking in on you to see if you're still awake. Yeah, you don't got to lie about the internet, man. It's all right. It's all right. No, I'm, I'm awake. I'm awake. Did you ask okay. me something? What's up? One more question, man. What, what else do you... I'm curious, man. You guys seem so um, dedicated to music and stuff, and I kind of have this problem where things just don't really stick with me, man. I pick up on so many things. I have so many hobbies. Uh, I, I wouldn't, you know... The guitar and stuff like that is definitely a bigger part of my life at the moment, but I don't know. I, I just like, do you guys have other things? Like, what's your second favorite thing next to music? You know, what like, are you in a sports? Are you in a fucking drawing? I don't know, man. What else is there? Um, 
I'm into besides music, I am into sports and and the occasional video game. Um, uh, I like to catch. I like to catch football when I can. It's it's a good you know pastime to you know chill for a bit. And video games, I just you know I play when I can. I used to be like a really hardcore gamer, but not as much anymore because you know, adult life. Yeah, I fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. I wish I could play for, uh, games like I want to, but you know, a little 15, 20 minutes, you know, it helps. <laughs> I feel it. I feel. What about you, Jonas? Yeah, I don't No, I, I, I don't really have uh, any other hobbies. Uh, I like to play video games if that counts, but like, no, man, music. Making music is the one thing that I that it's my favorite thing to do. I feel like in the grand scheme of things, because you know, I work a full time job, music is considered my hobby, you know what I mean? Right. You know, right. It, it's the one thing that means the most to me. I read a book called I Will Teach You to Be Rich. And one of the only rules and things that I took out of that book that I feel is very useful is um one of the one of the guides to being rich is pick one or at least like more financially uh stable or financially set is pick one thing to splurge money on like if it's music go ahead spend all the money you can on the fucking guitars and the best equipment and shit like that but you're gonna have to make sacrifices that means you can't it just because you have like the best guitar and all this money in the programs and this and that you oh, can't yeah. be, you can't, you can't have your, the, the latest Jordans every fucking week. The latest Jordans are the fucking, uh, I don't know, the, the, the nice, a new outfit every week, you know. But if you're into fucking shoes, that's your fucking shit. But you got to be in a shoe. You got to be like, have one thing that it's like, yeah, I'll spend money on this. And, you know, time is money. So sometimes it's kind of like that with your time. You only have so much time for activities in your life, especially if you work a full time job. Like I, yeah. I have a goddamn podcast for God's sake, you know, like this is something that I do and I, you know, I have interest in other things, like I've said, and it's just, it's a sacrifice that I make, which is why I'm always, yeah, I thank you guys like three or four fucking times already for your time. So, oh man, that's a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, this is... oh, shit, dude, when the album comes out, I'll, I'll have you guys again, but, um, we'll be happy thank to be you. Here. So thank you guys. Um, I'll keep in touch through um, the messages and all of that, and I'll probably have this up real soon for you guys. So, thank you. Oh yeah, man, Paradise. sounds good. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna play the song with the rapping. No uh, disrespect to your friend. I'm going to play incomplete because I already have it downloaded to my computer. So, <laughs> I'm gonna play that. We're gonna. It's we're probably gonna more leave. marketable to make that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No disrespect <laughs> to your boy, but we're gonna play that. So, thank you guys. I'll, I'll catch. I'll catch up with you guys later. Huh? All right, hey, thank you for having us. Uh, it's been it's been a real treat to be on Hell here. Yeah. And we hope to hear from you again. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Especially the way in the dream.